You're listening to episode 227 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you could just give us money by donating to PayPal. A link is also available on the 360vegaspodcast.com. You can also support the show by purchasing things from our merchandise store, zazzle.com forward slash 360vegas. Warning, the host enjoyed doing the show and as a result, laugh a lot. If you don't like that, don't listen. I know them personally and I can attest that they don't f***ing care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24 hour a day schedule. The pools, the casino, big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? Gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. <laughs> nice. nice. I know, putting a spin on it herself. <laughs> well done. So, Karen didn't feel well yesterday, and I while I while I could have recorded with with Tony, I don't know I don't know for some reason I was like yeah we'll just we'll just take the the show off and, and we had plans this morning to just record together, and as I was finalizing a few things it just kind of popped into my head I'm like oh shit you know what we should do have our official Vegas screener 360 <laughs> Vegas screener join us again it's been a long long time it so has been we have Christina aka at Raising Las Vegas and she's off to today. a fabulous start I know right that was awesome <laughs> good stuff welcome my friend oh thank you we are we are less than two months away from this this thing I know I I so we've had this like long conversation online about it. I think like every day it's just like, <laughs> right. it, it is like consuming and, and I'll read it and I'll get so excited. I'll be like, no, but it's two months away. You're getting too excited. <laughs> and so just have to like walk away from it for a day. Cause then I'm like too excited and oh man, it's not for two more months. And, I have to say that I am disappointed in all of the people that are actually like working out to get in shape for Vegas Vacation oh, 4. No, I'm going to bring that up at some point, too. I am... So, like, people will normally get ready for the summer for bikini season, but these people are all getting in, like, tip-top shape for Vegas Vacation season. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, yeah, and and the, the thing is, this is what I was trying to avoid with, with the pool thing. It's like, this. We're, you're not being put on display here. You know, the idea is... We're all just friends. We're all just hanging out. Yeah, I'm, no I'm trying shame. not to cave to the pressure. I really yeah. am. <laughs> I just remember when, like, getting ready, like, prepping for Vegas was all about, like, increasing your tolerance level. <laughs> right. So so that you could actually, you know, maintain some kind of semblance of... Oh, well, working graves. I'm up at 3 a.m. Believe me, they're doing that, too. <laughs> <laughs> My dear hubby's at the gym right now. 
because he's he's convinced he's going to be on display for y'all. <laughs> See, and I don't want people to feel that way. I mean, it, it's I know it's not easy if you're not in the best shape that you've been in your entire life. Believe me, I know because I'm not there right now. But it is what it is. We're just there to have a good time, and you know. This is motivation. <laughs> we're, we're absolutely Brad. Absolutely. <laughs> Luckily, I'm one of those people that's it's very easy for me to focus on tasks at hand before we get there. So I don't get overly excited for this thing. So I'm like, I still got to take care of this. I still got to do this. Hell, we'll get on the plane and I won't even be excited. I'm like, you never know. Somebody somebody could be an asshole and then they got to land somewhere else and then we're not there. So just let's just wait. But as soon as we land, that's when the excitement happens. And I'm like, oh my God, we're here. Nothing can stop us. <laughs> well, let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen, I'm Christina, and as always, we start with Random Vegas. The Cal Neva Casino at Lake Tahoe's Crystal Bay in Northern Nevada is located on the border of Nevada and California. It is possible to swim in both Nevada and California at the same time because it has the state line painted on the bottom of the swimming pool. We got that at Casino Player Magazine, and I know that's not really Vegas, but any of you who have followed along with, with the show and on Twitter know that we are considering, well, not considering, we are, we are in the beginning stages of planning a 360 Reno Tahoe vacation uh, during some, sometime during a, a ski season. So I was reminded of, of that little factoid. I, I just don't think it was the most creative casino naming. Cal Neva? Yeah. That's not bad. It's in the middle. I mean, come on. I mean, the, the, what are we going to call it? Oh, I know. We border California and Nevada. We spread. Let's just call it Cal, Cal Neva. All right. Well, the Golden Gate was once called the Segev Sal, or the Sal, no, the, the Sal Segev, which know, is which just is Las, Las Vegas, Vegas backwards. backwards. So I, I don't know if that's more creative, but, you know. It's more difficult to say, although Cal Neva isn't. For no. some reason, I have a hard time with that one. Not or as maybe, bad as maybe Alistair does. Maybe it's Cal Neva. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Do you know Sinatra used to own that once? I did not. Yeah, and that's. Uh, it is rumored that JFK had affairs there, and that is, that is where he Sinatra hid when Ava Gardner left him, and he hid for like a month and cried himself to sleep. <laughs> Sorry. They have a town at the uh, at the California Arizona Nevada border called Cal Navari, but it's Cal Nev. And R R I I for Arizona, and they just—it's called Calvinavari. So I'm sure this—I'm sure it's going to sound like nicer rolling off the tongue than that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and now for the twit pick of the week. It's a magical feeling available only at the Cosmopolitan Boulevard pool. While many hang out by the pool to get away from it all, Cosmopolitan allows you to relax in the middle of all the excitement, right on Las Vegas Boulevard, with an enhanced view several stories up. And the view has only improved with the removal of the Harmon Tower at City Center, as the building pretty much just served as a wall in the way of the view south strip. While Mandarin Oriental and the Aria Manzi sign still serve to obstruct that view, at Raising Las Vegas, our co-host this week shows that the isolated feeling that used to permeate the space has been replaced with an improved version of the original concept, Chilling Among Titans. She shared a lot of cool pictures this week, but that that's the one that, while, while I, Vegas nerdy as it is, like, wow, we're right next to this giant building. That means I can't see anything else at all. I, I like this improved. Which one did you pick? The one where you're just, it's just a picture South Strip. You're off of 
You're the co-host. Oh. You're supposed to be looking at these. Click on the damn link. <laughs> oh, that's like, right. You you don't I have don't... A link. Yes, it's 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 the one where she she's very Tony esque. She printed out the fucking notes. I, I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked when I heard. But I, I picked the one where you're on the boulevard pool deck and you're looking south strip and you can see the Mandarin Oriental and the Veer Towers. So Christina, if you if you open the show notes on your phone, you can click on you're at Raising Las Vegas and it will take you to the picture that he posted. Technology. This is a high-tech show. It's <laughs> a high-tech show. I'm surrounded by computers and monitors. And hey, you're asking her to step in to do a lot this week. I mean, people don't always realize how much, like, that the, the anchor. Like, I don't do anything. I show up. You I, write the notes. The other I, the other host, Tony, typically is one that keeps uh, everything moving. I basically and, asked her, like, hey, do you mind holding my hand for, like, an hour? Like, don't worry about it. You're just going to come in, bullshit, I'll tell you what to do, and then you just be fun and have fun. <laughs> I, I'm not overwhelming her. I didn't drop her behind, like, the, the dashboard of, like, a fucking air control tower. <laughs> like, going, okay, 50 things are going on. I'm surprised yeah. by the one you picked, actually. I think that's where my confusion came in. I, I'm surprised you picked that one. And maybe it's just the excitement for the Vegas pool season, which yeah. is why I took that anyways. I was like, yes, Vegas pool season's here. But I don't, I, of all the pictures I said, I'm surprised that's the one you picked. It was tough. I picked the one with the clouds. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I like that one, too. And it and it's, it's tough. Like I said, every week I just go by whatever inspiration tells me. So it's not even necessarily the greatest picture that's come out. It's like, I look at these pictures, and I recall I was having trouble. Sometimes what I'll do, if I can't, like if nothing immediately strikes me when I see it and I just know that that's the one, I'll pull up all the candidates or the candidates that, that I you know I look at and I'm like, I really like this one, but a monologue isn't coming to me. I'll just pull them all up and put them on multiple screens and I'll just look back and forth and wait for like the first sentence or two to just come to me as I'm looking at it, and that's that's what happened with this case. See, I'm sharing more, like, behind the scenes, how I do some shit. Yeah. It's all inspiration-based. <laughs> so, in other words, it doesn't have to be the best picture. It just has to be the one that inspires you the The one most. that inspires me. Uh, that inspires, very specifically, the monologue for that week. Well, congratulations, Christina. You won. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I think this is the first time I've officially won, so I'm excited about that. Uh, no. no. Well, no, Brad won that one. The Brad won that one, yeah. Oh yeah, she was yeah. okay. And, Ari, so she, I guess she didn't take the picture. She was, she was just featured in it. Yeah, she she was all. It was all about her, but you know, Brad actually won. <laughs> it was Brad, and he was the artiste. So you know, yeah. he he was the winner on that one. This one, I I feel like I submit them every week. <laughs> He's like, oh, Christina, stop bragging. You're in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? There there was an aspect of that. I'm sure a lot of people are like, oh, again with the Vegas pictures. No, I assure you, anybody that's making the effort to download and listen to the show weekly isn't like, oh, more Vegas. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That no. never happens. <laughs> All right. So as always, we'll link to the photo on our blog and feature it on our social media outlets such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. And on to the news. See, she's getting the hang of it already. She is. <laughs> she's listened to enough. She knows how the flow right, goes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. I didn't realize a lot of that was like ad-libbed by Tony. I thought all of it was Mark that wrote it all. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no, Tony's too drunk to be that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
poor Tony. He's not here to defend himself. Uh, Tony, uh, you can always tell when Tony's getting really drunk because he'll give you a huge preface to what he's about to say. Now, all right, so what, what we're going to... Uh, right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this, but I hope you take it in the right way. And, and, and bear in mind that... What we're, and you'll start to get these things, too. What we're trying to say here in in the in the spirit of this whole thing like just get to the fucking point poor tony Don't oh he knows that. i love it well normally you and i'll just kind of sit back like here we go gold is coming at some point it'll, it'll be good when he gets to once it once he gets to it it'll be good and tony would probably say cheers to that yes absolutely. yeah he would First the 360 Vegas merchandise. We have new merchandise? Yes, we've had a merchandise store at Zazzle for some time now. However, with the encouragement of many of the listeners, and you all know who you are, <laughs> Inspiration found us once again, and we've done a complete refresh of the store with new and improved offerings. Everything from shirts, ties, coffee cups, flasks, koozies, recreational games like beer pong tables and darts, Luggage and even canvas art are now available at the store. All shirts are available in multiple colors, sizes, and even styles like long sleeve, short sleeve, v-neck, tank tops, hoodies, and over 150 more to choose from for men, women, children, and infants. Now, what you will see largely on the store front is just men's shirts because I realize men are, well, while they will more than likely be the predominant purchaser of these things they're also the least intelligent when it's going to come to it so if i put up oh, hold on hold, hang with me and you women know i'm fucking dead serious about this if i put up the sh a shirt with a a, a let's say a women's shirt yeah I, well that's I, I, a woman's shirt yeah, i can't I wear put that it up in the in the women's cut they're, they're gonna completely look passive like well i'm not gonna buy a woman's shirt like it's not a woman's shirt you idiot you know it's it, whereas women are smart enough to go well wait a minute do you have it available in women's like yeah just go ahead and click on the styles and you'll be able to pick you know uh, the, the sex that you want and the cut that you want and like oh okay so you're you're basically ripping on your own gender just I, saying we're, I, we're too simple oh, to, no, no, no. to click I'm through i'm not ripping on them I'm calling out a mathematical fucking fact, all right? And and they're not going to be like, hey, I'm not that dumb. They're like, oh, no, he's absolutely right. Yeah. <laughs> if, if I were to see the shirt that it was in a woman's cut, I'd be like, well, I wish that was in a men's. I'd get that if it was in a men's cut. I feel like this is the reverse of the black shoe conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I think it is. I, yeah. Like, this is ringing, like, like. I, I don't know. This sounds very familiar to me, but not again. Like, yeah, it's just the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> now, like I said, every shirt available in the store is available. Actually, I don't think I said this, so I'm going to say it now. Every shirt available in the store is available in a light and a dark font because Zazzle's design engine doesn't have the ability to auto adjust the color of the font based on the color of the shirt you would like. So I didn't want to you know, box you out by, uh, you know, if we've got a, a white font on a dark shirt and you would prefer to have a light shirt, there's two options of every shirt on there. So if you want a light colored shirt, grab the dark colored font and then you can, you know, choose a Wait, did that show up, you think? What do you mean? Like you see the NFL hats with like, they'll be like black and then like the team logo in black, but it's like slightly different. Like it what Christina's saying, because kind of one of the trends right now is almost a tone on tone. Oh, you could do that thing. if you want. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, what but the beauty is you can play around with it. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, what you'll be able to do, the shirt will show you. So let's say you, you do want to do that tone-on-tone -tone thing. If you go to a shirt and you change the color, it'll show you exactly if it's going to show through at all or if it's going to completely disappear. Now, if that wasn't enough, I made a little extra effort to try and be amusing in all of our product descriptions. So we'll be featuring a new item via social media as they become available. By popular request, we already have several of your favorite show titles and lines from the show available, like Manzied and Why Don't I Have Any Pants On, <laughs> The Ruffin, War Machine of Love, Russell, 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 and Bill Gamblin's Hall. We even have a Vegas, that's V-E-G-A-S apostrophe D, Vegas again, and a special edition 360 Vegas Vacation for Vegas shirt with a warning on the back to those who may find our fun annoying. <laughs> we have to thank Ryan King for that because that was 100% his idea. I completely verbatim took it and everybody loved it. <laughs> it's... Is Ryan coming to Vegas Vacation? He is, absolutely, yeah. Of course, he and Becca are coming. Yeah. Now, all the shirts have the chip logo on them as well as the name of the show on the back so everyone will know how cool you are when you are circled around a craps table. We will have lots more in the works, and if you have a request for something that you would like, a shirt with your favorite line from the show, or anything you'd like our brand on, just let us know, and we will create it for you, if only for you. But to clarify, let Mark know, because he will create it for you. Yeah. We, the rest of us, aren't doing anything with this. That's yeah. all you. But if you like something, uh, that's <laughs> it. Everybody can be involved in, in I know. But when you just say, we will create it, it's like, uh, no, you're See, doing See, you work. guys always do this. I, like, you talk about my ego, and I'm the one always going to we, like, well, we you mean you? I'm like going, I'm not the one going, if you just let me know, I'll take care of it because I am the purveyor of all scenes. That's fine, but I want people to realize that, I, again, I don't do shit but show up. I mean, you put a lot of work into the show and you should get credit for it, so I'm trying to be nice, it's believe it or not. It's implied. It's implied. <laughs> I'm yeah. just guessing today. Yeah. <laughs> hey, to be fair, you are the official screener. Like, whether you people know it or not, you really need to impress this girl when she comes to town. She'll be like, yeah, this guy's not. Yeah. No. Okay, so now you know what's going to be like flawed. Like, before I was like a secret shopper. And now people <laughs> right. know that I'm seeing them. <laughs> yeah, really, Mark. But all she needs to do is bluff. Like, no, you're great. And then you'll wonder why. Like, because, you know, I'll be nice to you at a Vegas vacation if I don't like you. But... <laughs> In fairness, it's yeah. not like you've run across anybody that you haven't liked. I know, I mean, that's, I know that's true. I, I, I'm, I'm merely speculating hypothetically when that day happens. <laughs> so, if only for your own amusement, check out our efforts at Zazzle.com slash 360Vegas. I am super proud. Of, I was proud of it the first time, but once we had the idea to kind of reach out to some of the people who were, were kind of pressing us to, to do more with it, is uh, they've basically seen everything that, that's out there now, and now you can see what what's available. I'm pretty impressed with Aaron, it. I don't know if it if it scares you or or if you like it, but you know when Mark gets into that like creative like <laughs> set, and you can just tell, and he is like driven and on it, and it's kind of exciting to watch for me. But I'm not there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, the the good the good thing about it is no the the good thing about it is he's got the you know the Twitter and social media so but whereas before if he got all excited about something he would be coming to me constantly what do you think what do you think what do you think and I'm like I don't know do whatever you want now he's got this whole little collection of folks that he can bounce ideas off of and and he leaves me alone with the whole thing so it's great. <laughs> I 
say one day he was, I think, on Twitter with it. He was in our chat with it. And then he was texting me with it, and I was like, oh, he's in in creativity overdrive. This yeah. is awesome. I was, <laughs> yeah, I was getting frustrated. I'm like, all right, hey, chat, take a look at this. One minute later, I'm like, no one's responding in the chat. I don't have time to wait for this. <laughs> we'll go to three other avenues. That's yeah. Right. No, that, that sounds like Mark. You're slowing down my creativity. <laughs> so there you go. All right, well... The Raiders are approved to relocate to Vegas. Tell me about that. It is official. The NFL owners approved the Raiders to relocate to Las Vegas 31 to 1. The only dissension being the Miami owner who said no. Although he did note that it was more that he was disappointed that they were leaving. I think it's the eighth largest TV market in the world to go to the, or in the, in the United States to go to the 33rd or something like Oakland that. Oakland is the eighth largest TV market in the U.S.? What are you going to do? That's crazy. Yeah. You know what? Because we got so much better shit to do in Vegas than watch TV. That's why. <laughs> which, which would work well. Going out to events like football games. Right. Okay? Like, what the heck? She gets it. Ooh, she gets a little defensive about know, her right? city, doesn't she? Right? <laughs> Fuck you, Oakland. <laughs> I just don't see how every team wasn't salivating at the fact that, oh, my God, do you know how many tickets we're going to sell if we go play in Vegas? Well, like, Yeah, 31 out of 32. Up. Yeah, we're like, we get it. <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, oh, no, it's not it's not a big TV market. Who effing cares? We wouldn't watch you anyways on the West Coast. And you're the Dolphins. Right. <laughs> <laughs> In all fairness, I don't know that it's the Raiders that folks are excited about moving to Vegas. I think, and, and I think this came up on, on Twitter, I'm excited about next time the Browns play the Raiders. We're going to Vegas to go watch a football game. And I think that's what's going to be. It's less that the Raiders came to Vegas. It's that the NFL and a professional football stadium came to Vegas. Because now, without a doubt, the city's getting a Super Bowl. They're getting an Olympics. Yep. They're getting World Cup. Well, you don't know they're going to get the Olympics. They're going to get the Olympics. They're going to get it. They're going to get the Olympics. Because it's a dome. You know, it, it's it's an it's an indoor fucking dome, so you don't have to worry about. Well, they're not gonna have track and field, you know, in the desert. But like, oh no, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be inside. They're gonna be fine. It's not gonna be. They're gonna get the Olympics. That's not gonna be an issue. They'll have fucking rowing or something on Lake Tahoe. It's like it's it's gonna. They're gonna get an Olympics. <laughs> and then on top of that, you have basically every NFL fan that is a Vegas fan is now now has yet another excuse to come to Vegas during the fall winter season. Like, oh, fuck, my, my team's, you know, playing the Las Vegas Raiders. We got to go. Well, we got to go. I mean, come on. Well, yeah, that's what I just said. It's brilliant. You know, I can say even in my I'm in a, a Disney running team online. And even in my Disney running team, the Rum Runners, they were talking about it there, too. Like, this is big news. And none of them are, I mean, Raiders fans, not a single one of them. Yeah. They were all talking about it. Just as, you know, when everyone says, so are you going to switch? No, I'm not going to switch. I'm going to go watch my team play in Vegas. Like, you are going to come to Vegas to watch your team play in Vegas. Everyone's going to come. Is it going to become your second favorite team? Karen and I have relocated a lot, and we always, what not always, we usually carve out a special place in our heart for whatever the local team is to, to support. You think you're going to be able to do that? Or is it? Is there too much of the old Raiders in here? Like, yeah, you're still the Raiders, though. <laughs> So here's the thing that I say about anything Vegas. Like, I will support anything anything that supports my city. Mm -hmm. if, if that happens to be the Raiders, but, you know, I, I mean, I'm not I'm not switching from the pack. That's right. that's not happening. <laughs> We're back. 
Seahawks fans. But, you know, if they play the Miami Dolphins, especially now. <laughs> She's got fucking vengeance <laughs> out she, for him. She does. <laughs> it's awesome. Yikes. <laughs> I don't know. You're gonna screw my city. It doesn't go over well with us. Yeah. Well, well to be fair, the uh, to be fair, I'm always gonna be conscious of that now. Whenever I say it. <laughs> Hold the, on, I, I got a drink. <laughs> the the owner of the Las Vegas Knights, Golden Knights, is is kind of whining a bit that that the Raiders are coming because he never had the opportunity to enjoy being the only pro speed, uh, pro sport in town, which is pretty common uh, the the nhl likes to expand into markets that don't have professional teams in them or don't have many because then they're the only team in town uh, there's nothing to compete against exactly and they went from being the only game in da- uh, in town to hands down the second most popular in town and in the realm of professional sports it is fourth in the rankings so they yeah they they went and from, when are the vegas knights supposed to start playing 2018, which is the same year that the Raiders are going to get there, right? No, no, no. Raiders aren't getting there until 2020. Well, yeah, maybe I should. Uh, well, go let's on. let's finish the notes and let's then we'll chat about it. All right. Yeah. Next step on the agenda is to actually build the stadium. It's going to be across the freeway from Mandalay Bay, as well as upgrade I-15 to accommodate the kind of traffic a 65,000-seat stadium tends to attract. In the meanwhile, they will continue to play in Oakland. Yes, the city that lost their team gets to be reminded of that until at least the 2018 season. And then there's a problem. The Raiders have an option to extend their lease in Oakland in 2017, which they've already done, and 2018, which they will do. However, since their new home in Vegas won't be ready until 2020, owner Mark Davis would like to play one last season in Oakland. However, the executive director of the Oakland Coliseum does not see a scenario in which they would agree to be the home to the team in 2019. Mr. Davis hopes that once emotions have died down, they will be able to come to an agreement. Players of the Oakland Raiders admit, or players of the Las Vegas Raiders admit to be, I wonder if they'll be the Las Vegas Raiders while in Oakland. Probably not. I wouldn't think so. Players admit to being conflicted with feelings of disappointment for the Oakland faithful and excitement for the fans' enthusiasm in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas Raiders are currently slated to begin play in the city in 2020. Deposits for season tickets are already being accepted for $100 per personal seat license. Have they announced how much the PSLs are going to be? No, just $100. They they really just jumped on it like, we got the team, start getting money. Go, 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 go. They have no plan in place at all, except they're going to accept so many personal seat licenses. Just give us $100. Yeah, and I, I think what's going to be interesting to your point is the merchandising, because I do think that... In, especially in Las Vegas, they can start selling Las Vegas Raiders stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, Oakland Raiders stuff isn't going to be like that. You might as well pull that off the market because nobody in Oakland is going to buy an Oakland Raider thing. Well, that's between not necessarily true. There were Browns fans that bought up Browns gear. Now, here, here, but here's what there's I say. a major difference. You don't make new Oakland Raiders stuff because right. the Browns fans bought what was left, but you couldn't have put anything out after that but because the, they would have been you know. the difference with that move is that the Cleveland kept the Browns name color logo record everything else so when yeah. when the Browns left they became a new team with a new history right this right. is still oh these are still the Raiders they're just not going to be the, the Oakland, Oakland Raiders. LA Oakland Las Vegas Raiders exactly 
people buy it though just because it'll be commemorative it'll be collectible oh this is from last year they were in oakland she's got a good point because i remember when they were in la see it says oakland on my jersey right yeah i remember when they were in la it was vintage to have oakland you know to have oakland Mm -hmm. gear so uh, I guess that's, but the thing is, is they're signing like a 50-year lease with the city. Like, like Las Vegas is smart enough to go, no, we would love to have you. We are aware of your track record. <laughs> yeah. You're not leaving us, <laughs> all right? So, it, like, they are currently working it's on. A, it's going to be such a success. They're not going to want to. No, no, so. but at the same time, the Davis family is infamous. They're for, crazy. Yeah, for so. going, uh, you know what, I'm not happy. I want this. Yeah, but we can't really do that. Fuck you, then. We're leaving. So at least the city is smart enough to go, you're not going, we're keeping you here for 50 years. You're not leaving. That's all there is to it. Uh, You know, after that, we may not want anything to do with you, but yeah, I didn't even think of that, you know, because they are, you know, they, they have been awarded to relocate there. This is the first time in history where a team has been allowed to relocate and then stayed in the city for a period of time. Because even St. Like the Rams, they left St. Louis, they're playing in LA. Yeah. I mean, they finished out their season because it was announced during the season, but that was it. They were gone after that. And they're playing in whatever. Yeah. They're not playing in their new stadium. They're um, playing in. That's the chart. Aren't they still playing in San Diego? No, they're in the LA Coliseum. Yeah, the shitty old, shitty right. old stadium. Right. Yeah, yeah. They, they ended up bailing quickly. So, and they have said that the Raiders could play in a lesser stadium, you know, if they had to for a period of time, wherever like UNLV plays or something like what that. Listen, though, I mean, what is he going to do with that stadium without the Raiders there? Like, he's just going to throw away a year's worth of income off of it. Well, guaranteed. You- of course he's going to let them play. That's a lot of money. Well, no, hold on, hold on. I, there's some details I didn't throw in here, but you, you segued perfectly to them. There's two arguments that the, the people that run that place may not do it. First of all, they share that stadium with the Oakland Athletics. And the idea is they would rather just focus on making them happy and invest money into that or I don't, whatever it is that they're going to do with that. And secondly, they claim that the Oakland Raiders were, they lost money with them that they uh, only made something like 4.5 million or 3.5 million per year. And, and that was including vending uh, as well as, as the team's rent. And so they would lose like half a million dollars every year for it. So they're like, yeah, we're not gonna, we're not gonna make that effort. But if that's truly the case, you would think if, if he just wants to stay there and that's the one place he can actually make money, that it's like, listen, how much do you want you know, for us to stay here you know, for one more season? We'll make sure that you make money for that period of time. And on the flip side, though, you're the dumbasses that fucking don't make money. Like, who the hell allows a professional football fucking team to play in the stadium and they don't make any money off it? That, place, that, that fucking league prints cash. Yeah, but it, it, a lot of it will depend on how the deal was structured back in the day versus cost increase today. And I then all followed these, but, that, yeah. but I, I, I would understand that if you're saying we lose money on the, on the lease, but we make money on vending and we make money on parking. We make money on, like, I would get it if right. you make it somewhere else. But if you're trying to tell me that you make no money off this, then you should lose your fucking job because you're an idiot. How do you lose money at an NFL fucking game? At a, at, a, at a one that's well attended, no matter how shitty you are. It's very similar to what people argued about when the Cleveland Browns left. Like, Art Modell's like, I was losing money, but like, going, really? One of the most highly attended fucking teams. Like, we were one of the best TV audiences in, in this tiny market, and you were losing money? Sounds like you don't know how to run a fucking team, then. Well, we also have Venom with Art Modell, so. Yeah. 
I'm sure Tony's thrilled. You know, as he's listening to this week's uh, episode. I am like, so glad oh, I wasn't on that one. A. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> yeah, I think the reputation of the fans, because that's the only thing I'm hesitant about, is the reputation of the Oakland fans. I wonder if that had anything to do with them, because, you know, they're, they're, they're kind of a rough and tumble bunch. Like, you know, the team saying that they're feeling dis- they feel the disappointment for the Oakland faithful. I think they just don't want them to attack them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to wait for them in the parking lot. Yeah, we didn't make this decision. <laughs> I, I mean, am I wrong? I, I thought their fans had like a reputation of being like ruthless. <laughs> like, oh, they do. <laughs> no, they they do. They're and like throwing shit on the field all the time and not being nice to other opposing teams' exactly. fans. Yeah. They're money on the repairs to the stadium <laughs> <laughs> that's entirely possible that. it'll be interesting to see if that follows them when they go to vegas or quite honestly if they're going to continue to have like a any kind of a home field advantage just with the number of to what we we're saying earlier visiting people that are coming in to see the visitors play not necessarily the home team play yeah we'll see I think there'll be an increase of people going to see the visitors play, but then also, I mean, we're talking about Vegas that has security on lock. Like, how many riot brawls have you seen in Vegas? You don't. They they got it under control. Like that's something they do well. They know drunk and rowdy (laughs) how to deal with it. (laughs) So tell me about Japanese closing. I'm so glad you said that. I was about to mispronounce it. <laughs> Eater Vegas reports that Japanese sushi at Mirage will close on May 1st to convert into a Toro Robata. No, I fucked that up. Grill and sushi. You get, you get the point. This is the third and final location of the restaurant by Iron Chef Morimoto that has closed since 2011. Chicago closed in 2015 after 12 years due to a half a million dollars in unpaid rent. New York closed in 2011 due to lack of business. No word if any renovations will be done to the space, but considering Eater Vegas only mentioned planned hours of operation for a Toro, odds are it will not, and especially since they are closing one sushi place for another sushi place. A Toro will be open 5 to 9.30 p.m. Sunday through Thursday, 5 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday. Did you know that that place was run by Morimoto? I didn't. I had no idea. They were making such a big deal of Morimoto coming to Vegas. He's going to open up a place at MGM. Right. Like, going, wow. Morimoto's I had no idea coming. that like, this was Oh, his. no, he's been here for like a decade. Like, what? Have you been there? No, I haven't. I she would have if she would have well, known that. And part of it is because Mark won't do sushi, and, yeah. and it's a little, yeah. you know, that's a little tougher sometimes to find folks to go eat with. But, yeah, so it, it just was never high on my, my list. I had... Um, very short ribs, actually. Ooh. And like a plum sauce. They were not what I was expecting. And then Brad did that thing, you know, where they bring up the hot stone. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, I I didn't realize it was, because I didn't see his name anywhere on no. anything. Yeah. Not on the menu thing. That's horrible brand. I it was his restaurant. This is, reading this before the show was the first time I was like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> I was shocked. I actually did some extra research thinking that the article and multiple articles were wrong. I'm like, what? How is this even possible? Yeah, that is horrific branding because you would have pulled people in there just with a name. Think about it. It isn't Heritage Steak. It's Tom Colicchio's Heritage Steak. Well, so what I wonder is, because if he's closed three locations of this. I wonder if this is something that he might have sort of been in partnership with. Maybe but he wasn't... started it and then was like, I- I'm done, I'm out. Yeah, because... 
the the restaurant that they open in MGM. It's possible. It is all. I mean, it's his name is all over that thing. So I just wonder if this was maybe early on when he didn't quite have the reputation that he has now. Right. You know, I just wonder if it, it wasn't like it was his. It was in his name tagged on in partnership with another group or something. Right. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, uh, War Machine down. When- <laughs> that was I couldn't have I couldn't have directed her to do that any better. <laughs> Following up on our most infamous episode last week, former MMA fighter War Machine, his legal name, was convicted of 29 felonies in connection to his kidnapping, assault, attempted rape with a weapon, and attempted murder of his ex-girlfriend, Las Vegas resident and former porn star Christy Mack and her current boyfriend. For those of you who don't know, a bit of backstory. In 2014, during a surprise visit after a two-month breakup, War Machine showed up at his ex-girlfriend's home. Attempting to share his feelings on her current romantic situation not involving him, War Machine demonstrated, once again, that MMA fighters aren't athletes, they are primal baboons and a danger to society. He attacked and broke said boyfriend's nose, dislocated his shoulder while choking and biting him. After that scuffle encouraged the boyfriend to leave, he set off to reconcile with his beloved. His unorthodox tactics included breaking her nose, some teeth, fracturing an eye socket, lacerating her liver before and during his attempted rape of her. She was able to escape when he went into the kitchen to get a sharper knife than the one he was already using on her. Upon my original reporting of the story, I chose to use dark satire in the form of the old adage of miscommunication between the sexes, 30 style, to mock this horrific situation. Apparently I discovered the line in the sand for many listeners as next to my laugh, it was the most complained about and most complimented episode in the show's history. We commemorate that achievement by making it one of the first shirts in our Zazzle store <laughs> with the title and episode number of the show proudly displayed on the front, War Machine of Love. <laughs> Currently, War Machine waits to find out if he will spend life in prison for misreading, I think what we can all agree, were mixed signals. I had to throw the last one in there. <laughs> now, I thought... And I, I apologize. I did see this article this week, and of course, it made me think of you. I thought that he'd been sentenced. No, he's been in prison since then because they wouldn't give him bail because he would. Well, I, something I did skip over is after this happened, he fled and hid in California yeah. for like eight days, and, and then started tweeting like, "On nobody knows the truth," and blah. Like he was obviously out of his fucking mind. Well, you know, when it happened, then he ended up getting busted or he turned himself in. I can't exactly remember what it was, but. Even more backstory to it, when he was in prison, like, or when he was in court, like, for his arraignments and, and all the other shit that they do before you actually, you know, set a court date, he was getting mouthy with, with the judge one time. He was scoffing at, at, you know, as they were doing the preliminary, you know, testimonials to find out, you know, to determine if there was enough information to actually go to trial. When, when some of what was being said that he had done, he was like, oh, like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Shut the fuck up. So, 
again, I, I swear, and I'll go back and look for it, I swear the article that I saw said he was sentenced and he's basically going to be in jail for the rest of his life. What was there interesting... There may have been an update that I've missed. Okay. That, that may have happened. I, I think he's been sentenced well, and he he's going to spend the rest of his life. So the funny thing was the article that I read was making fun of his response on Twitter. How he's on Twitter, I don't know because he's in jail. But he basically was like, well, what can you expect? You know what I did. I'm grateful that I found God. I really, you know, please help me through this. Oh, no, it gets better. So then whoever the, the ex-girlfriend was that he beat the living shit out of, he's like, you know, I really hope that you'll write or call or come visit me in prison so I can apologize in person. Like, he, this guy is fucking nuts. Yeah. He is insane. Although now he's done the, well, you know, what can you expect? I know what I've done, but God's helped me through this and he'll give me straight. And I was just like, oh, Jesus, dude. I mean, he, yeah, the article that I saw was he's been sentenced and his reaction was just like, oh, well. What are you going to do? Yeah, he, he did something similar in court when he got the sentence or, or the or the verdict, when he got the verdict and was just, you know, kind of visibly like, like, dude, just shut the fuck up. And it may have been more of a, well, I did this. So I don't know. Oh, shucks. Yeah. Well, I, I got I have to I have to take responsibility for what I did. I'm like, You're a fucking psychopath. Like you are kind of the definition of why we have a fucking prison system. Like, put this fucking psycho away. I love how when they get in prison and they don't have access to fucking roids and drugs all the time, like, I've cleaned up and found God. Like, what the fuck else are you going to do? You're going to have a job. You're going to have plenty of time to read. And fuck it, find God. I think, don't they just say that so that they can get on probation? Usually. <laughs> so, yeah, so he was convicted on 29 counts for 2014 crimes stemming from the brutal assault of ex-girlfriend Christy Mack. She was fucked. Uh, I didn't. I don't have a picture linked to yeah, it, but that... Well, girl, don't. Oh, my God. That was fucked up. It said it broke his silence for the first time on Twitter since the verdict was read How with a message... I don't know. A message directed toward the woman who he harmed in 2014. <laughs> his first Twitter thing says, quote, Oh, I knew I had it coming. I knew I couldn't be free, unquote. Johnny Cash. I mean, like he's, Jesus Christ. There's yeah. another one here. Pop Culture re references, dickhead. It's not not the right time for that. Okay, here's what he said. Christy, I am sorry for the man that I was. I am sorry for hurting you. One day when enough time has passed and when your wounds are fully healed. Mind you, this happened almost three years ago. I hope that you will write to me or perhaps even visit me so that I can apologize completely and so that I can tell you all tell you about all that I have found in regard to God. That's what he said. Dude, keep it in church. <laughs> Psychopath. I, I wonder if he was under advisement to do that. Like, if reckons, like, if trying to show that, or at least at making it look like he's trying to make amends to the victim. Right, yeah. If how that would go further to get him on probation. I'm sure he was coached up. You mean something that evil. I, I, I don't know. It's just, it's very odd behavior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, though, there's something mentally wrong with this guy. Oh, he goes on to say, I, and I'm sorry, I know we're talking more about this than we should, but I just found this amazing. How can I cry tears of sorrow over the circumstances responsible for saving my soul? These circumstances are what has transformed me into a real man. How can I disrespect God by weeping over them? Is a life sentence too high a price? All right, this, uh, he's already, see, you've taken all the fun out of this. Now now he's everything I hate about every guy that ever goes to prison. Well, he was everything we hated about a guy anyway who lost their fucking mind and beat the shit out of somebody. But So enjoy your time in, uh, in, in your new home, dick face. Let's, uh, let's 
let's just let's talk about the robbery at Bellagio. That seems less violent. <laughs> <laughs> the next two stories seem less violent yeah. than... <laughs> After scouting their target for what couldn't have been more than a few moments, Bellagio had a Rolex store robbed last week while it was closed by four men in masks wielding sledgehammers. Why could someone presume this wasn't well planned out? Because jewelry stores, especially high-end ones, tend to remove their inventory and lock it in a safe every night. And not just in Las Vegas, in every fucking jewelry store on planet Earth. Three suspects are still on the loose. While one was captured attempting to flee the scene, no word how much was stolen and or how much damage was done. Social media and smartphones can be thanked for capturing and sharing an image of the crime in action with the guy who eventually got caught wearing was like a pig mask or a horse's head mask or something. Idiots. Idiots. Like, you wouldn't even I, think if you're getting so ready what, to do this crime in a way you look in there and be like, going, where all the jewelry go? So wait, so they didn't even get away with anything? Well, they, they won't confirm or deny anything. Maybe they know where they put some of those things and they oh. know how to get into it. I doubt it because those usually go into a fucking giant Unless safe. it was an inside job. It's possible, yeah. So there was three things I thought about this. One... Like, and I've had conversations with multiple people. If I go and meet with people, I always meet them in a casino because there's cameras everywhere. Right. Yes. Because, like, why wouldn't you go to a jewelry store off strip? Because casinos have a camera on you from the second you're like a mile away from the property. You have you're being watched the entire time. And then the second thing to that is, what about the new pay-to-park system? Like, you're locked behind that freaking <laughs> gate. You can't even get away. <laughs> So they had to pay to get out. It's funny. Right. I never thought of that. And it scans your plate. I know. I went to the Mandalay Bay two weeks ago, and it printed my plate on the ticket, and I thought, how weird. And I paid out the kiosk inside, and I went to go leave, and it just scanned my plate and let me through. I didn't have to give it the ticket or not. It wow. just knew. That's awesome. So, like... Yeah, I mean, you're locked. You can't get out with their new system. You have no way to get out. You're on camera from the second you drive on the property. Like, this is the dumbest place for anyone to hold up anywhere. Yeah, if you're so, going to do any crime in a casino, you got to go balls out and just go for the cashier's cage. Because that's, uh, other than that, I mean, now, let's be fair. That you, God damn it, every time I'm going to now think of it. I don't even know how to transition now because I took that away from me. <laughs> You, you took it away from yourself, yeah. and you don't know how to transition. Yeah, uh, yeah so I'm going right back to it. So um, it, you're going to get caught even if you rob the fucking casino cage, but at least then you're going, I have to go to the strip to try and rob here because that's where all the real money is. But, yeah, going to anything else. So I think we're just reinforcing that these guys are not the smartest people on the planet. No, not at all. So in related news, tell everyone about the Cosmopolitan shooting. Well, I'll, I'll tell them what, what was relayed to me, but I believe someone else has, has more intimate knowledge, but we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> a pathetic dick, desperate for attention, killed one person and wounded another on a double-decker bus outside Cosmopolitan. He then barricaded himself in the bus outside the property, causing it to be evacuated and the street blocked off so police could set up snipers, just in case. Four fucking hours later, the cocksucker finally surrendered to police. The incident ended around 3 p.m. and isn't believed to be terrorist-related. The two victims were believed to be unknown to the loser who shot them. Now, if you don't already pick up on this, the thing that enrages me the most about this is, listen, if you like something or dislike it or you want to protest something or you want to... I have no problem with that 
at all. The thing is, don't impede me from doing what I'm doing. I'm not forcing you to do what it is I want to do or, or agree with what I believe in. Don't you dare do it to me and shit like this. So so let me, let me make sure I understand. You're pissed off because if you would have been in Vegas, this would have prevented you from doing what you wanted to do, which was to go inside Cosmo. Yes. Okay. Just want to make it's all sure. about him. All about him. It's the same thing with when you see, and I know Christina's not going to like this at all. When when <laughs> when you see people like stand on the edge of something and threaten to, to commit suicide, it's like, get off or fucking jump. One or the other. I don't have time for this fucking bullshit. All right? We're blocking off the fucking road. I can't get to where I want to be. It's all about fucking you right now. Like, just shit or get off the pot. All right? <laughs> fucking dick. So Christina was actually at the Cosmopolitan while this this thing happened and was caught up in, in, in a bit of the chaos and miscommunication. So, um, yeah, and, and, and I, I will take full responsibility. No, for, no, um, don't take responsibility for what one fucking psychopath on Twitter fucking tried to, to shame us for. You were involved in something. There was some misinformation passed around in the chaos. We tried to share it with people because we care. I wasn't reporting any fucking breaking news. Yeah, we were more freaked out that you were in the middle of whatever the heck might have been going on there. Did he think that happened beforehand, Karen? He might have. So, I went to the Cosmo Ford. There's a memorial race that's ran every year in honor of um, a helicopter from the Air Force Base here in Vegas that went down in Afghanistan. Right. So it's a memorial race, and it and it helped go. The money goes towards TAPS, which helps survivors. And um, and so we go to it every year. It's a family event. So we had our kids with us, and they throw a pool party at Cosmo every year. Well, before the race. I had driven there alone because I was at work, and so I went from work straight to the race. And I was in the parking garage, and I had this bad feeling that something was wrong. And I and I thought to myself, I was like, I should text Mark. And I go, oh, my God, why do I want to text Mark? Is Mark mad at me? What's going on? So I started texting and being like, what's, are we cool? What's going on? She's so sweet. <laughs> and I was like, I have a bad feeling. And then he replied back like a little later being like, yeah, I don't think you should do this race. <laughs> so... If, <laughs> It was it was kind of creepy that I don't know I had this really bad feeling and then Mark had this really bad feeling and and, and then Mark, why did you say she should why did you say she shouldn't have done the race because I, she she when she texted me like it was really out of I was like no we're fine why wouldn't we be and then she starts telling me that she had this weird feeling and I was like no everything's fine I mean it, it's fine at all and and I can't remember how we got to it but then she goes yeah I mean I'm just here getting ready for the race and I'm like. That could be the problem. And I said, it's so weird. I'm not going to tell you to not run this race, but you saying you have a bad feeling reaching out to me and then you then telling me uh, that, you know, you're getting ready to run a race. The first thing that immediately pops into my mind, Boston. And I'm like, oh, now Jesus. I'm concerned. Well, because I'm like, oh, she started it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, now I'm, con I'm not going to tell you no, but I'm concerned. I did tell you, like, I was like, I have a, I have a really bad feeling about something. Something's not right. I'm not sure what it is. I, I don't know, but I thought, so I'm running the race. I, I tripped and I actually fell. And so I thought, okay, well that's it. We go to the pool party and, um, and again, family event, we were evacuated from there. So Metro could bring a sniper up. And so in the chaos, Brad had the baby in 
separated from me. We did take separate cars, so it was okay. And I had Bradley, and I think maybe it was because I had a kid or maybe the security guard was just not informed, but he told me, I, I tried to go out the entrance as to where it was, <laughs> and that would not have been good. No. And so he was like, no, 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 there's a lot of bodies out there. Someone's shooting you. You can't do that. And so that was smart. <laughs> exactly with security who, who escorted me out with my kid because they were making everyone else just stand outside on Harmon. It was weird. Yeah. But I had a kid with me, so they let me drive off. But that's what security who escorted me to my car, like, told me. Right. And so that's what I told him. So it, it was it was really chaotic. Yeah. That's all I can, that's all I can say. And well, because I mean, how- we didn't did hear the shots, I don't. I we were I was just blown away. I was and and I was frightened because I had children. Right. And then I didn't know what one of my children was well, like and my then baby. How, <laughs> and then how weird is it that a situation where snipers can be brought in? Like normally you have a crime like somebody comes in there's a shooting and then police get in there and they stop the whole thing or you know like it's somebody just unloading on people and people get hurt. Like it isn't common that a crime happens and and the crime is going on but yet no, uh, like uh, it, it's it's it hasn't stopped. It's not still going on, but it hasn't stopped. Right. So then police can set up snipers and all this shit. Like, one, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. So. And I gotta say, of all the days for for them to have chosen to do that too, um, Las Vegas Metro, um, a large number of their force volunteers this this race every year. It's it's oh, something wow. that's well by the city so we had like police everywhere at this thing and, and runners were military like awesome. <laughs> it was this is like oh my god someone chose to shoot up on this day on this day there's people there's metro everywhere as it is it was um i don't know it was it was bizarre to me the whole thing in the havoc bellagio the day before it was just really bizarre yeah Weirdly. people were just acting stupid on the strip <laughs> Any more information about this guy? I oh, mean, they got him four well, years yeah, later. But he's just not mentally so stable. He was barricaded, and and it it he was firing out the back, from what I understand. So it was, um, you know, it did not look good for him. But he ended up surrendering, which I'm surprised because it went on for a while. Yeah, normally Usually once they get to that, they're still firing. Yeah. No. Only once they get to the point where they're barricaded themselves in and they're still firing, not a I want to talk right. kind of thing, then it's like, okay, this isn't going to end well. But yeah, I, I mean, I do feel awful for the, especially if the individuals didn't know, didn't even know this him. guy. Yeah, so I mean, here you are in Vegas, either down there for this race maybe, or there on vacation maybe or something. Maybe being like a dick, like 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 how I've been on like planes and you got somebody who's got like the, like they're touching you constantly. Like maybe it was that, like dude, stop touching me. Stop touching me! <laughs> was the shooting actually took place on the bus? On I the bus. I thought he just ran into the bus. I thought it was in the little alleyway there between Bellagio and I don't Cosmo. think they've given all the details, but from my understanding, he was on the bus. I could be wrong. Yeah, let's put that qualifier on there just in case. Yeah, it could be wrong. <laughs> could be wrong. Don't want to... Actually, let's not give that guy any Yeah, I was going to say, I don't, I don't want to mention it anymore either, but yeah. All right, so I think we all just need to relax. Just chill yeah. out, man. You're in Vegas. How bad can life be? Just relax. <laughs> well, I can't partake, but I'm sure many of our listeners could tell me about the Vegas Weed Lounges. Despite missing out on millions from not being progressive or at least opportunistic, you knew Vegas wasn't going to miss the 
wasn't going to make the same mistake and miss out on the tourist dollar. I realize I didn't put in there that they missed all the millions from not legalizing gay marriage early, but that was worth it. The joke would have worked way better if I would've. raised that better. Yeah. yeah, but there you go. In Clark County's first meeting on recreational marijuana regulations, they spent the majority on talks of marijuana lounges. Yes, exactly what you're thinking. Lounges inside of weed shops that you can consume your purchases in. Currently, the concept is proposed to be beta tested inside medical marijuana dispensaries for one year. The lounges would be set up just like traditional bar bars bar, bars bars bars. I got. <laughs> I was watching The Departed earlier this week. <laughs> Not like the ones that you find on the stripper in Fremont. You wouldn't be able to bring in marijuana from outside of the lounge, nor would you be able to leave with said marijuana. You would only be able to purchase and consume on the property. Part of the pilot program calls for lounges to work with ride-sharing, taxi, and or shuttle companies to get people to and from their establishment. Since marijuana is still illegal on the federal level, the county has told the casinos to keep marijuana off their properties, even though the state's made it legal. With that restriction, they believe this is the only viable option for recreational tourist use because currently the law is that you have to consume on private property and private property is very much er, defined as property you own privately. Which we argued the problem with that is if you, if both of you aren't on the deed for owning the house, then technically if, you know, I own the house and you don't, then it's illegal for you to consume you know, on, on, on property. Well, that's why we put both of our names on all of our stuff. We, 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 we were forward thinkers. <laughs> we, we One won. day, <laughs> recreational weed will be legal. <laughs> when, in fact, we were both, we were so broke at the time that we had to put both of our right? names yeah, on the there to qualify for yeah. <laughs> Now, nothing has been approved for weed lounges, and the county is not scheduled to meet again until April 3rd. So, for all of you Vegas vacationers that are like, fuck! Damn it. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to wait. Although, you have to think they're going to fast track this. What is the point? Of, it took them forever to get medical done. But what is the point of changing to recreational and then dragging your fucking feet uh, on getting it done? Like, this is just m- literally millions of dollars that you're every day. Well, I don't know if they're going to make millions a day. You think they make millions a day? Probably not a day. Okay. But millions a month. I, 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 I could see you easily pulling like in the first month like 15 20 million you know a month off that so you're just pissing away money uh until you until you get this thing this recreational up and up and running for for tourist dollars i i just think you get the feeling that they're trying to contain it somehow like round them up and put them in other areas so that there's not the (laughs) weed concentration camps (laughs) (laughs) no I mean, they're going to hang out there all night. You know that. Well, they're only but, allowed to can, uh, purchase so much legally, so they can only get so stoned. It's it's going to be interesting to see. I can still see the police. If they set these up, I can see the cops just sitting right outside and waiting for the public well, intoxication. Well, I think there's or actually anything. a rule that you can't do that. I mean, now, granted, they'll just all they'll do is be like two blocks down the street. <laughs> but My thought on it is is more that, you know, because there's such opposition, because, um, you know, other people don't want to be around it, it was more, it seems that they're trying to maybe remove it. Maybe I could even see, because Vegas loves its districts, making a weed district or something like that, 
somewhere for so that it doesn't impede on other people's idea of Vegas. So we don't have, yeah. you know, the Colorado issue going on where people are where it's just overrun with people obsessed with marijuana. I don't think Vegas knows what kind of reputation it wants with the whole marijuana thing. In one way, Vegas is an anything goes place. In another way, when it comes to controversy, we have a reputation of trying to ride the line. Right. So. Yeah, it, it is going to be interesting. I mean, the one thing that is synonymous with marijuana is, is the smell. So I, I get that. Like, people bitch about cigarette smoking enough. The last thing you want to do is really bring that in. But then again, like when I was a smoker, I never thought that I smelled. So I assume people who smoke weed don't think that they smell. Oh, so. But now, I so I smoked in college too. But now, like, I mean, you, you know the difference though now, right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I imagine, this is, this is how I imagine the majority of this is going to go. Edibles are going to be fucking everywhere on the strip in Fremont. They're going to be everywhere. It's it's only those that that like to to smoke it are going to be restricted to to this. Everybody's going to buy and then go. Yeah, fuck it, let's go, let's leave. Yeah, there'll be weed and brownies wonder, in their pocket. If it's going to get some kind of um, like what are they called? Is it called the red light district in Am- Amsterdam where you go to coffee shops and stuff? Yeah, yeah. I wonder yeah. if it's going to be kitchen away, kind of like a uh, you know U.S. Amsterdam. Well, they got you know, all that. Fremont. The lounge is the coffee shops. Yeah, they got all that Fremont East space that could use some renovations. You want to talk about being able to to really? Oh man. Yes, you would make a ton of money at, at just renovating that area. Although I don't I don't know if that's what they want, but you could think about it. Nicknopolis will be the only thing that lasts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's the easiest place to spring up a, a restaurant. Right. <laughs> And it doesn't matter if the food is shitty or not. I sell peanut is. butter and jelly sandwiches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have nothing but weed lounges and fucking food trucks oh. just circling the block. <laughs> they wouldn't have to circle. They'll just park and people just keep right, coming to it. Right. <laughs> All right. So I'm excited about the Neon Museum expanding. Do you have details on that? Absolutely. Vital Vegas reports that the Neon Museum has received a grant from the city of Las Vegas for just under half a million dollars for expansion. So they purchased a quarter of an acre of land south of their existing location, just next door. Demolition of the existing structure is underway. Once complete, the museum will be able to display an additional 40 to 50 signs they've had in storage, aka across the street behind a concrete and fenced area. The new space is expected to be open later this year. Uh, that's one of the Put coolest. that on the to-do list. Absolutely. It's one of the, well, we still haven't done the nighttime thing. This is the perfect perfect situation to go oh they expanded and we need to do the night thing boom done now we're doing it yeah yeah i i cannot i i actually challenge any of you that claim that you love vegas not not like you go to vegas because you're a huge gambler or whatever but any of you that love the city that look at pictures of it that seek out shows to listen to it that claim to love vegas so much and you haven't gone to this i call bullshit because this is amazing (laughs) uh hand right here You've never been to the Neon Museum? Are you shitting me? No. I, 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 I call bullshit then on you. So disappointed. You I know, love right? this. Well, in all fairness, she probably doesn't want to take the, the two little guys to a well, place. So, yeah, so I've, I've, I've been told like there's a risk factor with all the glass and stuff. There, I can't take kids to there, it. There like, is, I would love to take them because I feel like it's, you know, it's the heritage of our city, but just not until they're a little bit older. But now that this is expanding, I'm wondering if they're going to clean it up a bit because the other place is supposed to be just really, really hazardous. 
Well, it's it's not what it is. Is these are old metal signs that used glass, you know, for their neon piping or light bulbs, and they've broken. It's a fucking desert with rocks around the place. So and they some might of that, be a little I mean, rusty. Like, and, think, yeah, think but, about this. Think about this. If you break a glass in your house and you clean it up as best as you can, you know there's still glass on that ground, right? You know right. it. Now put right. this outside. How do you clean that up? And that's the problem. So that's, especially like the kind of wind you guys had this week. I mean, they still um, have light bulbs in there. There's still rusty pieces of metal in there. So, I mean, if you put your kids in solid tennis shoes, not fucking open-toed sandals and shit. Can they bring strollers in? Because I'd almost strap them into the shoulder, stroller and not let them It would be dirty because it's all that, that whole floor. Remember how dirty that made our shoes? Well, yeah, but if they're in the stroller, at least they can't get out, walk around, and run up an accident. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, yeah, yeah, don't fucking touch anything there. That thing, to (laughs) me, yeah, don't touch. I mean, they obviously tell you not to touch anything, but yeah, that's a place like, no, seriously, don't touch any of these things. (laughs) We're not kidding. Yeah, between fucking broken glass and rusted uh, steel, yeah, leave that alone. I think what I need to do is just get a babysitter and, and go and do it one day. I, I attempted to do it a couple times where I just showed up because you used to be able to do that, but now you can't. Oh, it's way yeah, too now you need We couldn't even do it. When, before it officially opened, they used to do tours, but you had to call and, and reserve a spot. And even then, it was like, like you had to get there. Wasn't it like it was like 10 a.m.? It was early. They had a couple tours, and they were, like, sold out, like, instantly. Like, you couldn't call, like, hey, can we come today? Like, (laughs) no. No, you can't come today. You can't come tomorrow either, by the way. I really think, Christine, you should totally get a sitter for the kids and at least go do it. Especially because she doesn't just, like, she loves that city. I'm, like, going, this is one of the best... It was fascinating. Yes. They, even they even for me, that doesn't see, know. I see some of those shines as being artistic. Oh, they like, agree. Yeah. They're gorgeous. I love yeah. art. So I, I, I would go down there just for the art aspect. I think I told you my sister had her engagement photos taken there, and those turned out amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would, um, and again, I don't know the history of all the signs and where they came from, you know, like Mark does, but it was still just fascinating to see them and, you know, to... This, the sheer size and scale of some of them is just insane. Yeah. So you have my, to go. My only disappointment is that they aren't actually plugged in. But I can only imagine how hot those things get. There's a reason why they were, you know, 50 feet in the air. You couldn't get anywhere near them. So that's the only disappointment that I have with that thing. And it used to be just like a junkyard there. Like, I don't think they have that much of a budget. They are doing better. To well, no, no. They, they've always been a non-for-profit. All the money that they have has been donated to them. That's why I've encouraged before. I'm like, fucking donate to them. Go. I've seen a lot of different things that they're promoting now. They're they're bringing in additional art shows, and they're featuring certain artists, and then they're doing, like, I don't know, like a dessert and cocktail parties there. I've seen you can rent it out, I believe, for weddings, things oh. like that. So they're really trying to promote it now and, and get that money, and apparently that's going to this expansion. Yeah. I was wondering what they were gearing up for. Yeah. It's awesome. But I can't recommend it. sure it was not to pay an electric bill for all those signs. That would be so expensive. <laughs> and thanks for ruining my joke, by the way. <laughs> what? what joke? I was trying to call people out like, oh, you got to go. And you're like, I haven't gone. I'm like, God damn it. You're like one of my favorite people on the planet. And you just ruined that. Well, I have I, I have the, uh, you know, get out your violin story of moving to Vegas and everything was hunky-dory for a couple months. And then, oops. Too good of a time in Vegas. I'm pregnant. So. <laughs> <laughs> nice. 
yeah. Your traditional story. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, so babies, babies and, and glass don't mix, unfortunately. But it's really, like, it would be a perfect date night, right? Yeah. Totally would. Yeah. Totally would. I, all right. So I think that's it for the news. Let's move on to prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. The D now claims the world's largest Kino board, located outside the property next to the escalators, taking you up to the second floor casino. I, I, I'll never wrap my head around Kino. Lottery. I, I don't, I isn't that where the long bar is? It is. It's like literally that, along the escalator. It's, it's literally right along it. the escalator. Yeah. Yeah, so where's this Kino thing going? Where are the girls going to dance? No, no, no. Uh, you're, not, you're not catching this. It's attached to the side of the building. Oh. That's it. <laughs> That's it. It's attached to the side of the building. So you can walk up to and the long bar. And it's just the board. Do, it's yeah. just the board showing you what the numbers are. It's not like there's a new lounge or anything. They're like going, you know, the, people like playing Kino. Oh, I got an idea. Let's make it so they don't even have to come inside. I don't get Kino in general. I don't understand why people play it. Yeah, I don't. Me neither. I mean, we it, don't either. But I look at it, it this way. It's going to be a... It's going to be a bright, shiny board on the outside of the basically, building. So it, it's yeah. just more lights to... People go, ooh, shiny, and then yeah. come on in and see what it is. So. Yep. MGM has been awarded the rights to develop a 25-acre, 1,000-room resort in Dubai with plans to use both the MGM and Bellagio brands. No word when the project is expected to be complete. Continuing to evolve, Eater Vegas reports that Blue Ribbon Fried Chicken will take over three spaces in Bally's Grand Bazaar across from Giordano's in the plaza. This is the same fried chicken made famous at Cosmopolitan's closed Blue Ribbon Sushi and will be available when they reopen as the Blue Ribbon Brasserie. If you can't wait until either one of these are open, you can also find it at Brooklyn Bowl. Apparently, we need to try out some fucking fried chicken. Uh, yeah. The fact that they're able to create a separate entire... Like, this was just a menu item at the thing. And then they expand into something else. Like, well, fuck it. We got to have it there. Now they're like, let's just make that. I'm sure they're going to have fries or something else. Well, along of course. With it, but... yeah. oh, Can I get I a soda? No. So it's the same one that's going in the Cosmo? It's going in bazaar shops? No. That just doesn't sound like a good move. No, it, it's what it is is there's the... Do, I swear, it's like you don't listen. This is why you need to have rewind here. <laughs> like I, In her defense, I got a, I'm got a little confused with as well because it does say that it will be available when they reopen as Blue Room and Brasserie in... All right, so perhaps it is my wording. I, I'm, a, I'm a little too clever here. So... It was first introduced to the Las Vegas market when Blue Ribbon Sushi opened. It was just one of the things, one of the many things that you could order. Which is crazy that you have fried chicken in a place called Sushi, but Right, agreed, whatever. agreed. But it, I think all along it was meant to be like a fusion restaurant or whatever. So it was just a super, super popular dish. Then when they built Brooklyn Bowl, the people behind the Blue Ribbon Sushi bar or whatever the fuck it's called, they were contracted to do the, the menu at Brooklyn Bowl. So, being that it was so popular, like going, all right, well, we'll do this, this, and fuck it, we'll throw the fried chicken in there. And it's super, super popular at both. So, they, re they were like, fuck it, why don't we just make a place that only serves this fried chicken and we'll just throw it into the Bally's Grand Bazaar. So that's what this is opening. And just as reassurance, it's so popular that when they reopen the Blue Ribbon Sushi, they've now closed it and they're reopening it as the Blue Ribbon Brasserie, one of the menu items will also be this fried chicken there. So this fried chicken has become so popular 
it's gone into this. Uh, this will be the the third place. Yeah, the third place. This will be the first standalone. Well, have either of you had their fried chicken? No, but no. I have to now. Yeah, I well, I I've never even thought to get it there. Well, because normally if you go to a place that's called Blue Ribbon Sushi, what yeah, are you going to get? Yeah. Sushi. Uh, I would not, although, to be I fair, would. if I knew they had fried chicken, you could have talked me into going there. Like, going, oh, they have chicken? All right, we'll go to your fucking sushi place. <laughs> we have the best fried chicken place in Vegas, but now I'm like, well, maybe if it's so popular, you'd put it in a sushi joint. Maybe I should try this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because we don't remember if we've already reported this or not. Papaya King Hot Dogs is now open at the Hawaiian Marketplace in a space formerly home to Papu Burger. Julia Child once referred to Papaya King as the best hot dog in New York. I know we talked about it. I, just I think we did, and I think it was the joke that's, hey, it's open. Oh, and now it's closed again. Oh, right. it's in the... oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. We did make that joke. Here's <laughs> the thing that could be anything we bring up that goes in the Hawaiian Marketplace. That, that like, is true. I don't, I, I don't remember it being a hot because didn't they, weren't they putting in... The wait place? Oh, that's already closed, yeah. Oh. That, that opened and closed in a month, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Get it. Yeah. There's something else going in there. I can't remember what it is. It's it's. I want to say born and raised, but I don't think it's that. I think born and raised just opened in Valley's Grand Bazaar, but it's something like that. There's like a local, maybe it isn't. Maybe it's a California pub bar. I don't know. It's one of those things. It's something. It'll be closed before too long. Yeah. Just the marketplace in general. Have you been in there? Oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, the thing I don't like about it is as you walk the walkway, it is an aggressive sales pitch. So I think that whether they realize it or not, all their little tchotchke shops are one of the prime reasons that nobody ever goes back into that place because all you try to do is fucking beeline it. Just what is the fastest way that I can get through this? Because these are the people that like step in your way to be like, oh, did you see these today? Like, just fucking leave me alone. I don't know. I was freaked out by the the insight area, where there's like only one actual business inside there, oh, that's and right. the rest I've gone of it the is in there once. Ghost Town Shopping Mall. It is. It, it's frightening. Yeah, it's like an abandoned shopping mall. It is right. what it feels like. It's like I felt like like I was in a zombie movie. <laughs> I wonder if that's where they filmed Sharknado. Right. Oh, maybe. <laughs> Beginning this weekend, the Bellagio Gallery of Fine Art will have on display I Am the Greatest, a collection featuring Muhammad Ali and his rise from humble beginnings to become one of the most recognizable people on the planet. The exhibit will be on display March 31st through September 30th. Tickets will run you $18 and under. Vital Vegas reports that, while formerly regarded as a potential plan, it's now revealed that the odds of anything being imploded at the Las Vegas Club are about nil. Should a tower need to be removed and or replaced, it will be deconstructed. No word exactly why, because, hey, 140 characters. <laughs> uh, the Mom Museum is investing $6.5 over the next year to add to interactive exhibits as well as better dining options. Planned additions include organizing crime today and firearm training simulators. <laughs> Ooh. I imagine that's got to be a video game, right? They're not going to be like, we got guns here. You guys, you guys want to play with guns in, in the Bob Museum? Like, no. It's not a game. I, yeah, I'm sure it's going to be more like a video game, but it still sounds like fun. Especially if you get to shoot like a Tommy gun kind of thing. Oh, shit. I didn't think of that. That would be fun. Yeah. SBE, the Sam Nazarian Hospitality and Nightclub Company, announced that they are merging, a.k.a. acquiring, Hackasan. The deal is expected to close in the next 60 days. 
I'm sure that has something to do with that guy that was laundering money from the Malaysian government or something like that. Any any word on the price? No, no. Uh, it just kind of leaked out. Kind of, it kind of no details leaked out. Yeah, the idea of it happening. In surprising news, Eater Vegas reports that Circus Circus is investing close to six million dollars to expand and renovate their pool area. Those plans include expanding the pool deck, adding a water slide and children's splash pool, a new restroom building, and we'll have food trucks and carts providing food services. No word when any of this work will begin or when it is expected to be complete. Have you ever actually seen the pool area, Christina? I I try to stay away from Circus Circus as much as possible. <laughs> now, my kids love it. Of course. Um, it, in fact, Little Awesome just this week, I think it was this week, he asked me to take him to Circus Circus. Right. But it's one of those places where you're like, don't touch anything, don't yeah. speak to anybody, and you... Do not step away from Mama. It's, like, yeah, it's terrifying. I was inspired by Scott to to do what he does when he does all of his security breaches, which is just act like you're here, so or that you're supposed to be here. So it's one of the few places that actually, when we first started this show, I was going to do in, in the in the vintage concept, and maybe I'll get to it one day, maybe I won't. But I was going through, and I was going to give you like a like a guided tour via you know pictures and video of the place so what i was doing was trying to show you every square inch of circus circus so i just got bold one day and i'm like fuck it i'm gonna walk right out to the pool like i'm supposed to be here and it is like all of those shitty little motels that you that are still on the strip uh. it's like that with the with their their pool stuff like the chlorine smells of just overdone to get rid of like the body that they found and, and had like, oh, fuck it, we gotta clean this up. We're gonna do 50 pounds of chlorine. Let's just throw that in there. It's bad. And and the sad thing is, is that pool used to have a giant clown-shaped pool, which as many of us uh. who are afraid of clowns aren't gonna like that, but at least there was a cute theme to it. Now it's like two tiny pools and a hot tub, which a hot tub at Circus Circus Sounds like the place. A where, petri dish. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, no. it's it's bad. It's so bad. My my initial reaction hearing that article is six million is not going to be nearly enough. Um, Melts Vegas reports the LAX nightclub Luxor is now closed. No word as to property plans on what to do with the space next. And John George Steakhouse at Ario will close at the end of May for renovations with. Plans to reopen in July. I got excited for a second, and then I was like, oh, they're just renovating. Maybe they'll get a new chef. Palazzo is replacing their poolside dining option, Azure, with the Aquatic Club, brought to you by Wolfgang Puck. The new poolside lounge, being referred to as an alternative to day clubs, expects to be open in April at the start of the pool season. Puerto Vegas confirmed that the Nerd, the replacement concept formerly known as Drink and Drag, but without the drag, is now open at Neonopolis. Those of you unfamiliar, it is essentially a themed bowling alley slash nightclub. It doesn't look as dumb as we thought it was going to be. When, when, when you say nerd, the idea oh, is... Oh, the name's awful. Actually, you know what it's kind of like? It's kind of a ripoff of Tilted Kilt. It's that theme. Then the name is even yeah. more stupid. Yeah, I wonder if there's like some, you know, what do you call them, when they do covers, cover band? Like there's tribute a, bands? A cover band that people like here in Vegas, I think, called the Nerds. I wonder if it's like promoted by them or something. 
I don't know. There's nothing about the name that intrigues me to even go check it out. I mean, so. at least Drink and Drag, you kind of got the idea of what was going on It was there. an indicator of what something, was going to happen. Something yeah. fun, like Drink or dra- Drag. What does that mean? You know, I got, I got to go check this thing out. And it even had on the signs, hopefully the nerd does too, you know, like bowling pins and stuff like that. They're like, oh, okay, I get it. This, you're like, I have no idea what this place is. What is this, a fucking D&D shop? What is this? Bowling Alley nightclub sounds... Sounds like it'll draw people in on its own. Like they don't need to call it anything to confuse people. I know, right? <laughs> Be like LVH and shit like that. Where <laughs> they're like going, listen, listen. We're not gonna, we're not gonna bury the lead. We have booze and bowling. Like, oh shit. Yeah. There you go. It sounds like something someone stumbling off Fremont would be. Oh, hey, there's bowling here. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go chuck heavy balls at each other. In sad news, Vital Vegas reports that the underrated beer garden at Plaza is now closed. Uh, no word as to what the property is planned for the space. <laughs> we say that because anybody that attended Vegas Vacation 3 was like, that was one of the highlights. Like, we had so much fun by that. Like, I'm pretty sure the property was like, why did we recommend that you go there? Get, get <laughs> well, in here and because they only had one bartender who just, we kept him hopping the whole time. But, I mean, they have life-size Jenga. I mean, God, that's awesome. That's awesome. Wind conditions were so bad Thursday in Vegas with gusts of up to 70 miles per hour, it caused part of the ceiling at Monte Carlo to cave in just off the casino floor by Starbucks, as well as damaged signage, including the Main Street Station parking marquee, which appears to be unrepairable. That was actually sad. Do you remember when I first saw it? I didn't know it was there. I'm like, look at this sign. I need to take a picture. I remember it because Tony was giving me shit for it. He's like, it's a sign, Mark. We're trying to go into the casino. I'm like, shut up, Tony. This is my thing. (laughs) That that's that sign that I didn't know existed is, is it's destroyed. And lastly, April 6th is the planned murinization date for Caesars Entertainment properties to start charging for parking. The what, the what date? Murinization. Jim Murin is the CEO at MGM. He's the one that's ruining all of Vegas. He started oh, resort fees. He okay. started charging for parking. He started all this now, bullshit. Now it's a thing? Mur- it is now. Murinization? It's actually on Urban Dictionary. Oh, my God. I mean, I put it there, but it wasn't my... <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't come up with the concept. I have to give our friend of the show, Phil States, that the credit there. Uh, so much that when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, please tell me you made that up and you didn't hear that from someplace else. He goes, oh, it just came to me. I'm like, I'm taking it. <laughs> I'll give you credit. I'm taking it. The urinization. <laughs> What'd you say? One of your shirts. Oh, that's that's what he said. Is it going to be a shirt? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's going to be a shirt. (laughs) (laughs) First up will be Link, Caesars Palace, Paris, and Bally's with other properties to follow. If you're interested in details, you can find a link on the blog because we're not going to go over them. (laughs) All right. Well, that's it for News and Profits. Let's check the river. So for the river this week, we are going to start off with some listener feedback, and as has become common, but since we have a new co-host, I'll let her know, this is where I stop talking and you start talking. So you <laughs> we do ladies, all the reading. You two ladies can uh, can sort it out and tell me how awesome I am. All right. <laughs> I'll go ahead and do the first okay. one. All right. So we have a PayPal donation from Stephen Sutherland. 
Just wanted to drop a note to say thank you for all three of you. Thanks for keeping me entertained over the years as I drive my rig all over North America. I have been listening since about your 10th show and have loved the way it has evolved with all the co-hosts over the years. I have also listened to Vice Lounge since its infancy and being a fan of Tony, I love how you three make me laugh. Well, I tucked a donation in the box, and I'm off to Caesars Windsor to roll some bones. Hopefully, luck's on my side. Keep up the great work, and just know for at least one hour a week, I'm not road raging. LOL. Cheers. Steven. And he is from Wallaceburg, Ontario. I love hearing like that like that specifically because that's what got me into podcasts is i used to have a long commute to work and i just got so sick and tired of talk radio or any book well, any radio, radio in general and i was like i just want to hear something that i find entertaining so i get like he's the guy that i thought of when i'm like going that's the guy i want to entertain the guy that drives for a living <laughs> even if it's awesome. one hour a week if it's only one hour a week it's so cool <laughs> all right from Stephen Gidville. Thanks for the time, effort, and energy you put into the show. It does not go unnoticed and is appreciated more than you know. Thanks, Steve. Lindquist, Illinois. Lind- uh, follow up- Lindenhurst. Oh, oh Lindenhurst. yeah. I-, I was with her. I was like, yeah, Lindquist. <laughs> I don't remember that where, place. Where do you see a Q in I there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I bought it. She sold it. I bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was my fourth grade teacher's name. I think I just read the... I don't know. <laughs> So I think the next one is a follow-up email from Stephen S. from Ontario. It's titled, Follow-up Testimonial Regarding Karma Donations. Just wanted to let you know that my that the karma donation I made today came through. Thank you again at Caesars Windsor, Windsor today. On my first roll of the dice, I bought in for 600 bucks and cashed out after my roll for 2822 Hit five to the fire as well. Thank you, folks, again. I'll spread the word of your good karma, and may the good times keep rolling. Cheers, Stephen S. I continue <laughs> to say it, and and for some reason, you, you don't believe me. Karma donations work 100% of the time. Now, I'm not guaranteeing that. I don't make the karma work. I, I have no idea how it works. I'm just saying feedback and, and math tells us that... <laughs> Man. No, it's just the people that it's not working for are so pissed off they're not writing in again. One hundred percent of the time. <laughs> All right, listener emails. Inga. Yes, it was Tony who dissed the four winds, not Harris. Truth of the matter is that nothing can be Vegas, but I like to gamble, so you do what you have available. I choose Harris due to the location and keep my loyalty with one place for the perks. It is nice that it has a hotel, but casino is small. I have no idea why Tony would diss four wins. I think it's fabulous in comparison. But I play slots, and they have lots of them, and they seem looser than Illinois. And now and then I luck out and get a suite. Only fly I see is, is early drink last call. Last call. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, that's what the rest of the country has, that's Christine. Right, yeah. <laughs> Am I losing one hour with the drive and one mile over the border? Thanks for the podcast. Keep up the good work. Dust off and finish the history segment, too, that you've put so much work into already. Inga. I, Which, I feel like I'm getting to know Inga. Yeah, she's <laughs> awesome. I, I've never met her personally, but we've had lots of correspondence. Yep. Inga's awesome. I, I keep trying to recalibrate my thought into letting me, like, like not putting as much pressure on me to write these 
to the standard that I'm used to, but I... Oh, you're talking about the vintage? Trying to reprogram yourself, right? It's not easy. Well, and again, there's been a lot going on in the last year, We last six months. Yeah, to be fair, we've barely been able to put shows out lately because (laughs) I'm working my ass off at my new job, loving it, absolutely loving it. Well, before then, it was the dog, and before... I mean, there's, there's been a lot of shit that's gone on that has taken up time. And the important thing to note is everything related to the show you do in addition to your day job yeah. and, you know, well, spending some time with me when I'm in town. But, right. yeah, so it's it's vintage is just one more thing on top of that. One, it's it's the longest of the entire thing. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes up the majority of the time. So I do want to do them. I honestly do. But it, it's, like I said, I'm not putting any pressure on myself because it's the surest way to make sure that I never pick them up again or I start to right. resent them. So. Hopefully they'll happen, and hopefully I'm able to manage that passion when it does happen, so I don't fizzle out and we get one or two done, and then you know. All right, and lastly, we have a Twitter poll, and Karen's are already amped up to share the the results with this. So we asked you. Oh, that's that was, that was the intro. Deleted. Okay. You didn't see the dot dot dot. Well, yeah, but I didn't know where. So you you need to be a little clearer on what part you want to say I versus I, I want to say. I, I was paying attention to uh, my fair iPad. Fair enough. That's fair enough. All right. <laughs> so we asked you, if you could go back in time and visit one extinct casino, which one would it be? Your choices were the Dunes, the Sands, the original El Rancho, and the Stardust. You said 38% Sands. Right close behind it at 37%, the Stardust. It's crazy to me because The many... Stardust was around. I know. Yeah. I know. The Dunes came in at 17%, and the original El Rancho apparently is not that appealing to folks. It came in at 7%. I am one of our listeners. I think it was Sky on the Rocks. Kind of pissed me off with it. He goes, you know, I would go to... Well, pissed me off in a loving way, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> but he was like, yeah, you know, I would pick the original El Rancho, because I was at the other three. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I was at- That's what happens when you're old and big one to Vegas. <laughs> in, in, in the awesome sense. <laughs> Christina, Rob's kidding. He knows I love Which you. one of these would, would you have picked? Me? Yeah, you. Uh, oh, you're I, the only fucking did, Christina on mic. I, did, <laughs> uh, I think I said the sands, but the dunes pool. Wait, or was it in reverse? <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, no, I think I said the sands, but like I would totally hang out at the dunes pool. That thing looked good. Do you care? I think the Dunes was the one that I said, and I'm not sure why. Just for some reason, that was the one that stuck into my head. I don't, I don't vote in these things, obviously, but the Dunes has been the number one thing that, if time travel ever happens, it's the Dunes that I'm, I'm going to. I specifically want to sit at the top of the strip, right next to the old Onion Dune sign. That's that to me is, oh, I, I, I mean, I went to the Stardust. The sands is the sands, but the dunes, I don't know. That that I've seen that picture before and that is magical to me. All right, well, that's going to do it for episode 227. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories from today's show, you can do so by visiting the 360 Vegas blog at 360vegaspodcast.com. Support the show by purchasing things from our affiliates Amazon Tickets.accessvegas.com Earth Limos, where you'll get 10% off just by using promo code 360Vegas or by making PayPal donations. You can buy merchandise from our completely redone store, Zazzle.com forward slash 360Vegas, and we get a cut of those profits. 
Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes. If you like, send some feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360VegasPodcast at gmail.com. Christina, where can people find you? I'm at Raising Las Vegas on Twitter. Karen? I'm at Karen Mark. She just told you where to find me, so until next time. Bye.